This is Real Talk with KR. Today's topic, defending your rights to protect mine. For me, it is never who the person is or what they did. Yes, I am concerned and appalled by the crimes they commit. But when coming to the judicial system and your rights, it is imperative that everyone's rights must not be violated but that each individual have due process. That is fair treatment through normal judicial system and the rights each citizen is entitled. This is always an ongoing battle because prosecutors are humans. And at times the understandable zeal to get this murderer or this rapist off the street cause prosecutors to hide evidence or ignore others to get a conviction. Only at times to find years later, maybe through DNA, that he or she did not commit the crime. What is unique in this country is the United States. It's its constitution and how it protects its citizens from judicial abuse, from overzealous prosecutors and judges. An example is Mark Severella, a judge that conspired with private prison to sentence black juvenile offenders to maximum sentences and got millions in bribes and kickbacks. Mark is now serving 28 years in prison. There has been a fair amount of abuses and most time prosecutors do not pay a penalty for it. Let's look at some recent high-profile cases. First, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was accused of raping 58 women, mostly in the 70s and 80s. The prosecutor told Cosby at the time that he did not have enough evidence for a criminal trial so that Cosby could testify in a civil trial. Cosby testified in a civil trial that he gave quaaludes to women. In comes a second prosecutor after the first retired, stating that he's not bound by the deal the first prosecutor made and charged Cosby using his testimony in the civil trial. And a judge allowed it in evidence. This flew in the face of the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution that prohibits the government from forcing self-incriminating testimony in criminal cases. But courts could work their way around that by offering immunity from prosecution, which it is deal Cosby got from the first prosecutor, immunity from prosecution in a criminal trial to testify in a civil trial. So Cosby's rights to self-incrimination was violated. So let's be clear. I believe Cosby was guilty, but his rights was violated. I picked these cases because the subjects are controversial and easily recognized. The second was General Flynn. I caught a lot of flack for defending General Flynn. 
this was about politics. And in politics, it does not matter which side you're on. They're going to tear into you. They will. My defense of Flynn was not about the man, but about the citizen. Although I admired his work as a general in Afghanistan and Iraq, saving lives as an intelligence officer, Flynn writes was violated by the FBI, backed up by the media, and a Judge Sullivan for political reasons, would not let go of the case. Flynn, before the inaugural, met with Russian Ambassador Kislyak. This was not unusual. Every administration before taking office at times meet with their counterparts, as long as they are not making policy, but getting to familiarize themselves, you know, getting their sea legs before taking office. The FBI used this meeting to investigate Flynn as if he was a spy. They used the FISA, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, to start their investigation on Flynn. FISA does not allow any wiretapping on a US citizen without a warrant. But they don't need a warrant to eavesdrop on foreign communications. If while eavesdropping, an American citizen comes into the communication, the law is clear on how that information is to be used. In Flynn's case, he was the target and the FBI used the, um, the ambassador as a bribe to get to, as a bridge to get to Flynn. So after millions in tax dollars, Flynn was exonerated. He was because his rights was violated through FISA. The third is Donald Trump. Not the man or the politician, but the citizen. I keep saying citizen because when you peel the onion, that is who we are, citizens. Among the many investigations in which he was repeatedly exonerated, this last investigation really brings home why it is so important to defend our rights. There's no question that the Attorney General from New York, Ms. James, an American lawyer, politician, a member of the Democratic Party, came into the job vowing to get Trump on tax fraud. And if you remember, from the beginning when Donald Trump was running, he always didn't want to release his taxes and everybody thought, but there was something there why he didn't want to release it. And the media was after him for his taxes, his whole presidential career. From the start, this was a political investigation disguised as a criminal investigation. And using the media to put stories out there, getting his taxes. I remember people saying, they got his taxes now. They got him. So these are the charges that the Attorney General Office was feeding the media over the years. The charges that Donald Trump was going to be charged with 
once they got his taxes. That the Trump organization defrauded banks. Trump inflated his assets for tax purposes. Illegally paid off Stormy Daniels, the porn star. Trump personal tax return cheating the US government. None of these media broadcast charges over the years are in the indictment now. So what did they charge with? What is the charge? Company perks. Yes, after millions of dollars, company perks. No company has ever been charged with not paying taxes on perks in the history of New York. And many companies have slipped up, in which case a phone call, hey, you need to pay this. And the lawyer saying back to the IRS, okay, we'll take care of it, including whatever monetary penalties they are. Done. But what did they do in this case? Did they make a phone call? No. They got the CFO, an 80-year-old man, indicted with a 15-year death sentence. Because if he got 15 years, he's not coming out of prison. Chances are. On company perks, to see if he will flip and tell them something, anything, to hang on Trump. Now, they've been going through this before they, they do an, 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 an indictment. They pressure people. So they've been pressuring this 80-year-old man to flip on Trump, pressuring him with this 15-year death sentence, and he hasn't flipped. So now they charge him with it to see if they could put more pressure on him to see if he will flip. But after millions and millions of dollars, I, I would like to know the total amount of tax money that was spent on this president, you know, over the last five years. But it ended up with company perks. I use these three cases to, because practically everyone is familiar we as citizens are protected by the Constitution against overzealous prosecutors. Many times the rights of the poor is violated because they cannot afford lawyers and they're given court-appointed lawyers, lawyers that have huge cases, huge caseloads and cannot put in the time or effort to offer a good representation. So many times they are put in prisons when people with a little more money stay out of jail. Probably don't even have an ankle bracelet in, no home arrest, they go about their business. But the poor, because they're represented so poorly, put in jail. If we don't stand for everyone's rights, there's gonna be an erosion and the rights of the poor, who least can afford a good lawyer, will see their rights taken away even more. 
I will vehemently defend your rights to protect mine. This is Real Talk with KR. God bless.